Welcome to the Rock of Ages Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Duke Backus. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit rockofagesaog.org. I just want to focus our hearts tonight on, on what this season of Advent actually is and what it means. This season of Advent acknowledges and it celebrates and it reflects on the hope in which Christ came to bring us. Amen. Are you hope-filled tonight, church? Amen. The Bible says that Mary was chosen to give birth to the Son of Man, that is Emmanuel, God with us. And she was going to be used as a vessel to give birth to that awaited Savior that the Jewish people had been waiting for for such a long, but a needed Savior for the world. And so little did the world know that this baby would live, would die, a sinless and perfect life. Little did this world understand that this baby would eventually become the savior of the world. And so tonight we're here to acknowledge, to honor, and to worship not a baby, but the reason for which we have hope, the reason for which we have peace and joy because of God's son, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so tonight I want to quickly encourage you with just a few things. The Bible says that Christ is our hope. He is our peace, and He is our joy, and He is our love. How many of you have received the hope of Christ in your heart, the hope of glory in your life, amen, the love of God, the peace and the joy that only the Holy Spirit can give? He is the source, the Bible says, of eternal hope that the prophets spoke of. In His presence, the Bible says, is fullness of joy to remove all sorrows and to strengthen us for anything that the enemy would throw our way. In Him, we find all surpassing peace throughout any single trial. And most of all, we receive His powerful love. Amen? And because we are recipients of this hope, because it is the hope of glory that lives inside of us, the salvation, the peace, and the joy, and and the love of God lives inside of our hearts, our response, church, must be worship and adoration. Because you have the King of glory living inside of your heart and inside of your life, your response must be worship of this King. It must be adoring Him. It must be thanking Him with every fiber in your body. The Bible says that our God is the same yesterday. He is the the same God today, and He is the same God forever. Amen? This single truth will keep you in a lifestyle of worship to Him. Psalm 44 and verse 3 says this, It was not by their sword that they won the land. And it says, nor did their arm bring them victory, but it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you have loved them. How many of you know that God loves you? Amen? He loves us endlessly, church. The reason that we are victorious tonight, the reason that we are victorious today is not because of our strength. It wasn't because of the things that we have done or the things that we tried to do in our life. It was the light of the face of the glory of Christ that has shined upon us. We are standing here today as living testimonies because of the majesty and the power and the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Can you praise him tonight? You are standing on the very victory of your Savior. Think about that just for a second. You're standing on the very victory of the one who bled and died and gave his life for you. Everything that you have is because of him, and it's surely not because of who we were. Every single one of us in this place has a past. We all have it yesterday. 
We all have a place from which the Lord has brought us. But tonight as we stand here, I believe that we are not who we were. Amen? John 8 and 12 says, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. He said, whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but they will have the light of life. I hope you got a little light in your hand tonight. Does everybody have a little light? If you didn't, we'll get you one. If you got that little light, I want you to just twist the cap of that and just turn that light on tonight. See, that light that you're now holding represents that the light that Christ has brought into this darkened world to redeem us. He's redeemed us from our sins and he's freed us into a new life in him. Psalm 103 and verse 8 says, The Lord is compassionate and the Lord is gracious. He is slow to anger and he's abounding in love. He will not always accuse nor will he harbor his anger forever. It says he does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Can you thank the Lord for that tonight? If you are in Christ and he is your savior, then he doesn't hold your past mistakes over you. He doesn't make you dwell in condemnation for you are a new creation in Christ tonight. He has redeemed you from your yesterday and he is not held back by your former self. The things that you have done in your life, the Lord has paid the penalty for those things. And so we have so much to be thankful for. Ephesians 5 and 8 says, you were once in darkness, but now you are in the light in the Lord. He says, so live as children of light. 1 John 1 and 7 says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. How many of you are thankful that you are forgiven and sanctified by the blood of Jesus tonight? Amen. He is the same church today. Not only has he forgiven your past, but the Lord is the same today. The beauty about that statement is this, is that, that your current life with Jesus, he has gifted us with the same power that resurrected Christ from the grave to indwell in your hearts by the precious Holy Spirit. The very same power that raised Christ from the dead on that day from the tomb is living inside of your heart today. That is an incredibly powerful statement because the victories and the perfect record that the Lord has shown you in the past to deliver his children from sin is still available for us today. Can you thank him for that? See, the Lord has not changed one bit, church. He has not changed all of the sin to not have the power that you need in your life to overcome all things that life in this sinful world would challenge you with. He has not changed to, to suddenly be rendered powerless to handle the things that you are going through tonight. He is the same today. That is your present and current situations and trouble are no match for the power of a limitless God. This is who he is, church. The health and the things that you face in your body is no match for him who is the great physician. Amen? Your financial needs are no match for a God that has the cattle of a thousand hills. He is able to provide for your every need according to his riches and glory. Can somebody say amen tonight? Your commission to reach others for the name of Jesus is no match for his power, church. 
He has given you the spirit to do the work of the kingdom and to overcome all things. Amen. First Peter 2 and 9 says this, you are a chosen people. Some, somebody say, I am chosen. He says, you are a royal priesthood. Say, I am a royal priesthood. You see, anytime you want to think less of yourself, you need to remember that you are the son and, the, and a daughter of the king of kings. That means that you are in the lineage of royalty and you are no longer who your family name was. You are no longer what your lineage was, but now you are in the name of Jesus. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You are God's special possession. And it goes on to say that you might declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Oh man, I love that so much, church. Because no matter what we face tonight, we have the ability now because of who he has called us to be to give him glory and to thank him for who he is. He has not changed. That's what I love about the Lord is that he has not changed. The very same power that raised him from the dead is the very same power that will resurrect these lowly mortal bodies to one day meet him in the clouds. Can you thank him for that today? He is the same yesterday, he is the same today, and he is the same forever. Psalm 27 and verse 1, you know this verse. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. It says, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, and of whom shall I be afraid? You see, there's a lot of people that are concerned for their tomorrow. And Jesus himself said in Matthew 6 and 34, he says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. He says, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. But the prophet Jeremiah spoke a truth to all of us that reveals the goodness of this father that we now have. He said this, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. There are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, but there are plans to give you hope and a future. You see, our future, church, is our tomorrow. Our future is our eternity with him forever. And the beauty about our future is for those who remain in Christ is he's not going to let the plans that he has for you fail and he will never let you down. He is a God, church, that you could absolutely have full trust in, full faithfulness in because he's never been unfaithful to you. So when we give him our entire life, we can be sure because the Lord's promises, church, are yes and amen. There is not one single thing that he has written in his book that will fail you if you trust in him. Amen? And so our job is to glorify the name of Jesus and to see those future traps and walls and schemes of the enemy come crashing down because of the victory that you have in Christ Jesus. Every single being about your future is fully in the hands of the Lord if he is leading your steps. And so no matter what battles lie up ahead, no matter what challenges you face in your life, we must adopt a heart and a lifestyle of worship. You see, our conditions cannot change his love for us. The day that you had today or yesterday cannot change the love that God has for you. And so the conditions that we face should no longer determine our worship of him. The things that you've experienced in this world that the enemy has tried to use to rob you of your worship, just like he tried to do against Job. He took his family, he took his business, he took his livestock, he took his workers, he took everything that he could from him just to test and see. 
If somehow in all of the affliction and in all of the tribulation and in all of the trial, if he would curse the name of God. But the Bible says that Job, even in his, even in his you know, tiredness, even in the, after this whole thing and this whole ordeal that he experienced, the Bible says that he sat in a sackcloth in a pile of ashes and he said, but may the name of the Lord be praised. You see, no matter what you face, the condition that you are going through does not change the love of God over your life. And it should not change our worship of him. Romans 8 and 37 says, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. How many of you are thankful for the love of Jesus? Amen. He said, I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons. Now, let me stop there just for a second. You have to be convinced of this too. Paul was utterly convinced to his very core. He said, I am convinced. And you have to be convinced tonight that no matter what you go through, death nor life, angels nor demons, the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. But you must be fully convinced of that. That means, church, that the Lord is worthy in every moment. The Lord is worthy of your worship in every single circumstance. He's worthy of your praise now, and he was worthy of your praise yesterday, and he's certainly worthy of your worship tomorrow. Amen? For one day, church, the Bible says that this risen king that we are now worshiping will split the eastern sky, and he will take us to be with him forever to reign with him in heaven where the only thing that we will be doing is singing that song of the angelic host singing holy 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 is the lord god almighty and so i want us to understand that this king church is worthy this king that you have in your hearts is is the only posture is to bow down before him in all reverence is to give him your full heart your entire being and so tonight, as I ask the worship team to take their places, this is going to be our gift to him tonight. This is going to be the moment where we're not just receiving a present from the Lord, because the gift that he gave us, the Bible says that he gave to us 2,000 years ago. It says, for God so loved the world. Everybody say it with me. That he gave his one and only son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish, but would have what? Everlasting life, amen? We would have eternal life in the presence of our king, amen? And so as I ask you to stand as well, church, I want you to hold up your candle to heaven just for a moment. If you didn't get one, they're, they're still passing them out. I want you to just hold it up to heaven as a symbolic act. And these guys are going to put Psalm 18 and verse 28 on the screen. Let's read this together. Everyone say, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. It goes on to say, verse 29. It says, with your help, I can advance against a troop. With God, I can scale a wall. Now, I want to just speak to you about that for a second. That second verse that says, your help, with your help, I can advance against a troop, it actually means to run through a barricade. That means that with the light of Christ in your life, there is nothing 
And I mean nothing, church. There's no hardship, nor famine, no nakedness, no sword. Nothing that the future holds that will be able to stop you. He says, with my God, I can scale a wall so that no matter what the enemy tries to put as a, as a block in your life, no matter what he tries to put as a deterrence in your life, just know that if you have Jesus Christ in your life, church, you are victorious over all things. Can somebody say amen tonight? Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. Join us next time for another uplifting message. If you'd like to support this ministry and the reaching out of others, you have the opportunity to give at rockofagesaog.org give.